0: One ideas to grow your ministry and engage your supporters? Coming to you from QT4CM.org. This is the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. And here's your host, David Allen.
1: We have Dr. Ken Thiessen of Power of One Consulting joining us to give us his insights on managing team conflict. Ken knows a thing or two about managing teams, and you're going to appreciate his insights that have come out of multiple decades' worth of his ministry leadership experience.
0: Thank you, David. In uh, the previous podcast that I've done, we've looked at the ways in which anxiety manifests itself in congregations, churches, ministry situations, organizations, families. We've talked about triangulation, where you talk about people rather than to them. We've looked at self-differentiation, where some systems are so closed, there's no opportunity for people to disagree with the, the, the majority of the system. There is this pressure to conform. We've looked at blaming and scapegoating. And what I want to do today is I want to look at another aspect or another way in which um, anxiety manifests itself in a system. And that's called multi-generational transmission process. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, Ken, what does that mean? Well, let me describe a scenario. Church has a problem with a pastor. They say the solution is we need to find ourselves a different pastor. And so they begin to put pressure on and send not-so-subtle messages to their current pastor, saying, you know, maybe God's calling you to another ministry situation. And the pastor moves on. Usually it's messy for the pastor and family to church. They call a new pastor, and guess what? Before long, they're seeing some of the same patterns happening. Why is that? Well, what happens in an organization is once... They've blamed and scapegoated, quote-unquote, the problem person, whether it's a pastor, whether it's a ministry leader, a team leader, for pastors, if it's a board member. Once they've identified who that, quote-unquote, problem person is, then the system exerts pressure on that person to leave and get out. And once that person leaves, everybody lets out this huge sigh of relief, and they say, ah, now we're going to be on a better path. Well, sorry to burst your bubble, (laughs) but that difficult person, that quote-unquote problem person is not the problem in your church, your ministry situation, your team. Are they a part of the problem? Absolutely. But they are not the sum total of the problem. And so if you think that removing that person from your church, your ministry, your team situation is going to fix things... You're fooling yourself because guess what? There is something toxic in the system that infects everyone, something that goes beyond any one individual or a group of individuals. As I've said in some of the earlier podcasts, the thing about issues is that everybody contributes to the healthy and the unhealthy functioning of the system. And so to remove that one person and think that, oh, now we're gonna, now we're on the straight and narrow, things are gonna be so much better. It never happens that way because that one person is not the sum total. The problem is permeating. There are unhealthy dynamics that permeate the entire system. When I was a regional minister, I worked with churches that had a repeated pattern of replacing pastors. And every time they got a new pastor, Guess what? It wasn't long before some of those same issues crept up. Those same issues crept up, and before long, that second pastor left. They replaced him or her with a third pastor or fourth pastor, and the cycle repeated itself. Remember, if you think that removing one person is going to fix everything in the system, you're wrong. It's not to say that that one person doesn't exert a significant influence on the system. But there are others in the system who enable that person to continue to function in the way they do. Maybe you're one of those people. Probably you are. You just don't realize it. And so the, ch- the solution is not to just continue to cycle people in and out of the organization. The, the solution is to begin to cut off some of those unhealthy ways in which your system seeks to keep anxiety at bay, manages it in an unhealthy way, in a way that doesn't reflect loving God and loving other people. And to wrestle with how do we love each other better um, when things are messy, when things are tough? How do you love that that problem, that person that you've identified as "quote unquote" the problem. What would loving lo- look like? And ha- and what are the ways in which you and others in your system, your organization, your ministry situation, your church, what are the ways in which you enable that person? And are you really loving them by continuing to put the focus on them and refusing to look into the mirror and saying, "God, how do I contribute to the problem? And if I'm a part of the problem, what can I do to be a part of the solution?" How, how do I need to change the way in which I relate back to this system in order to more, more accurately and more fully love you, God, and love other people within the context of this ministry situation or this church? So, I've mentioned in an earlier podcasts, I, uh, I do have an online survey. If you're interested in, in getting an assessment of, of the ways in which anxiety manifests itself in, in your organization, your ministry situation, your congregation, you can visit my website at www.anxiouscongregation.com. You can uh, check out the resources link, and there's a free online survey. Be happy to uh, <clears throat> make that available to you, no charge, and uh, give you a bit of a debrief on it afterwards. So God bless you in your ministry as you seek to make a difference in the lives of others and do it in a way that is reflects loving God and loving not only the people you're trying to serve, but the people you're trying to work with as well. The next uh, podcast, we're going to talk about over-functioning and under-functioning, another way in which anxiety manifests itself in Christian ministries and organizations. And I tell you, this is probably one of the toughest ones to address because of how prevalent it is. Look forward to connecting with you on the next podcast.
1: That was Dr. Ken Thiessen of Power of One Consulting. You can get the links to Ken's diagnostic survey for ministry teams and congregations and his resources through our show notes at qt4cm.org. We would like to thank the sponsor of this podcast, The Great Commission Foundation. The Great Commission Foundation provides financial management, administrative services, to Ministries, and handles charity donation receipting and government compliance in both the United States and Canada. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. We would value your feedback by taking our one-question survey. You'll find the link in our show notes at qt4cm.org. Until next time, be encouraged. God is with us. Serve with joy.